Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Geek First Review. I am Big Travis, Travis now, and I'm joined by... I'm the recoil, Taylor Fields. Oh, I should have done Lil' Taylor, but that's okay. Uh, you know, that they're swiffering the internet, Big John, Lil' John. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you probably guessed from the title, definitely not by the nicknames, this is the Halloween Kills Spoilers Review. Now, we did Halloween 2018... When that came out, obviously we just put it back on the feed as well. So if you want to know our thoughts and opinions on that, that was myself, Taylor, and Dylan. And uh, we had a good time about that, especially when we talked about The Doctor. I didn't listen to the full review, but I listened to that little snippet again. And that was uh, sometimes just some outrageous stuff happens in movies, and it's fun to talk about. And there's definitely maybe one of those in this scene, or in this movie. Not as big as The Doctor, but there's definitely one segment that I'm uh, curious to talk about with you. But uh, we got lots of things popping off. But today, where can they find all the things popping off? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us with your internet connection in the search bar. Geekverse.ca is our home base. Geekverse Podcast is on our Facebook. Geekverse Cast is our Twitter. And be sure to check out our Facebook because mm-hmm. we just entered the last round, face-off, sorry, of round three of the Halloween fanbase community poll. And it is Jigsaw versus, funnily enough, The Shape, Michael Myers. How fitting. Uh, 
<laughs> so I believe Michael has a solid bloody lead. Last I checked, there's one vote for Jigsaw and like 20 for Michael. No, so. Jigsaw's in the double digits now. He's getting some people. Is he in really? There. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. I didn't vote because I honestly, I could make a case for both of them. So right now, Michael Myers is 36 and Jigsaw is mm. 11. So there you go. I will say that like I wasn't surprised that Jack Torrance lost to Ghostface, but he put up more of a fight than I thought. At one point, he was only like five votes away and then Ghostface got further away, but he was putting up a good fight, in my opinion, for Jack Torrance. And in my opinion, I know you and a bunch of other people for Ghostface. I Jack wins every time. Jack's one character. Ghostface is a bunch of them. We've had some shitty Ghostfaces, you know. So, yeah, we have that. And then what is the one after that? Then we have... Then we're in the, the, the semifinals. No, we're in the quarterfinals. Oh, is it quarterfinals? Oh. Isn't it? Right. Uh, yeah, it would be quarterfinals. No, no, you're right. It's semi. No, it's semifinals. You're right. I, I thought we had okay. one more. So yeah, after that's gonna be Freddy Krueger versus Ghostface, and then Pennywise, the classic versus either Michael Myers or Jigsaw. Probably Michael Myers. I think I, my boy Freddy might get to the finals. I really hope he can. Pull I it off. really do. He, I really do think he will. He's getting so. a lot of support. So you know how to support us, ladies and gentlemen, is head over to the description down below and you can find a bunch of things popping off there. One, we're going to talk about later, but two, Extra Life is happening November 6th, our 24-hour stream, uh, five hours, five hours, sorry, fifth annual 24-hour extra. Yeah, we're just doing five hours, folks, this year. We're really tired, uh, but no, it's going to be lots of fun. You got Taylor versus Kirkland in a best of five Call of Duty Vanguard match. We'll be playing the new Mario Party in a fatal four-way we're gonna be doing harry potter trivia we're gonna have the big massive trivia battle every day geek first twitter 12 p.m pst we announce a new player or new host for the trivia so go with that we still got i think about a week and a half of people to there's still quite a few people to announce so it's it, it's getting good we've had some really good people already out in the public so that's awesome and then the main event me versus kirkland sports title match if i win i get all those three titles and man i just I want to do it, but Kirkland, he's a, he is a good competitor, so we'll see. But most importantly, we're trying to raise $2,500 for BC Children's Hospital. All the proceeds go there. It's tax deductible. Now, our goal is $2,500, so if we hit that, as we said before, Taylor's head is on the chopping block. More just his hair is on the chopping block, so we'll shave that right off if we hit that. But now, as a stretch goal, Jessica has said she will shave her head, and she's been she's gone back and forth. She's like, oh, I don't know. You know it's on the public now. So we want to hit that three grand. Jessica is the only member of Geek First never to do it. Dylan did it. I did it. Taylor's done it. Kirkland's done it. Kirk, uh, Briggs did it. Everybody's did it. Kyle's never really done it, but Kyle's usually not rocking that much hair and <laughs> at any point anyway. So we get Kyle. That's what we'll do. Next time we have that clone, we'll tell him to grow like a huge fro, and then we'll do a cut. But... Uh, last year, even Clay did it. You know, <laughs> Greg did it. And Greg, I'm glad he has his beard back. So Jessica needs to do it, and we need to hit it. So 3,000. We're already at, I think we're at 190. So obviously, that is like, mm-hmm. uh, we got a long ways to go. But 190, really solid start. I already know some people are going to be donating in the next few days, including myself. So really good start. We really appreciate if you can donate and share the links that will be down below or you'll see on social media. And most importantly, the day of, just come watch, retweet, share, like, spread the link, spread it everywhere. Uh, uh, spread it because that's what we want <laughs> because that's how we get donations and people can help us so we would really appreciate that and it's just gonna be a fun show uh oh man i was about to promote fandom but we just we just had that so 
fandom has now i didn't think it would happen for a bit but it has now surpassed loki as our kind of biggest episode day it's so yeah the loki finale fandom was big also the batman trailer was really big so big thank you to that and last week i can't say it's our biggest month yet because we still got ways to go and we're not across that record yet, but it was our biggest week ever so that's a cool thing so as always, just a big shout out to all you guys. Uh, there'll be a newscast this week. Me, Taylor Kirk, going to review you. Later on this week, we're going to review Doom, which has, yeah, I'm not sure if you heard that it's leaked online as of yesterday. So that was great. Did it really? It oh, did. That's yeah. Not what I've not watched it actually at all. But uh, yeah, that's very unfortunate. So lots of reviews, lots of newscasts, lots of things popping off. Eternals, everything is just kind of flowing the Geek First world. So head over and subscribe on video or audio and get what we want. Or get what you want. Patreon, uh, support us there. You get exclusive ad-free early episodes. Join on After 9, which is happening this Sunday, April, October 24th. Uh, What else is going on there? Yeah, lots of fun stuff there. So just head over to Patreon. The more content you want, then the more support. It's the other way around, but that's how we do it. Taylorfield. How did you feel about, because obviously you're a big Halloween fan. I think you're the most positive on the 2018 one. How did you feel about uh, the sequel, Halloween Kills? It was supposed to come out next year. Also, we got it now. How did you feel as a follow-up to this uh, this new timeline? I loved it. I really, really did. I think, uh, again, non-spoilers. I think it had a great score. Yeah. I think it had a, a step and an amp up from getting to see a Michael that, at least to me, I've never gotten to see before. He's always kind of portrayed in a, a way that's he's just walking around. And yeah, he, he walks in all the films. But in this case, it was just <laughs> it was all out. Yeah, he crazy. walks around in the other films. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was just all out crazy for him this time around. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's but, it. Uh, all, all crazy. No, is no. <laughs> all crazy. Yeah, the uh, I'm. Honestly, concerned that my Wi Fi is going to drop. <laughs> Hold your hand up, Travis, if it drops so I know. Okay. It, um, it was dropping there. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> as far as the characters go, I think that, uh, it was cool to see, you know, reprising characters and just see the kind of storyline pick up right after the first one. But there was just a few different shortcomings in their development that I didn't like. And there was one general kind of plot that, I get it was kind of to shed light on the characters and how they're handling everything <laughs> at this point in the game, but I didn't think it really needed to happen. It just felt like it's kind of unnecessary, but yet I, I've seen other people say like, Hey, I found some things to be really well done. Other parts I was laughing cause it was kind of like not the greatest and I will agree, but I'm not going to say it's like a damn perfect movie, but I definitely liked it a lot more than the first one. Really? In some, some aspects. 20... Well, oh. I liked it again for some aspects because it has certain things that tie in to the, the universe. And mm. I, I really liked it. And I would have to watch them both back to back. And I probably feel like I'd like the 2018 one more just because it's the setup. But I, I, I still think this one has a lot that, at least I enjoyed guilty pleasure. I, this is probably the term I would use for this film. You've gone back and forth to loving it to now it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> it it's interesting. Like I I don't know how to feel about the all these movies because they announced them years ago, right? Like Jason Blum is coming in, and obviously he's gotten all these big horror 
franchise is going. Well, not even big, but they're like small. He's known for, okay, we're going to give you a decent sized budget, like a smaller budget, and he's going to produce a big hit out of it. And he's done a good job. And I was very excited when they announced he was going to be doing Halloween or just producing it. And then they got the director, Dave Gore Green, and then they got Dan McBride, who I actually think Dan McBride has been the source of some of my issues with some of these as far as the humor goes. But I will say there's less than this. But I think the the biggest thing I have to ask myself, I'm not sure if you ever asked yourself during this, Taylor, did you like ask yourself, do you think Michael Myers' pubes are like really out of control? His pubic hair yeah like his pubic hair yeah because like you think he's in that asylum and you know he's been going like do you think he's shaved in those 40 years i think so like when we saw like the side of his face even the 2018 one uh it looked like it was a little bit well trimmed so i think he's he's manscaping well if he is i hope he is manscaping because ladies and gentlemen this review is brought to you by manscape this is our sponsor for the month uh this is the best men's below the waist grooming of champions of the world manscape offers precise engineered tools for your family jewels I love it. Every time I say that, it brings a smile to my face. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Just Michael, like that. That I feel like that bring a cheer to his face. He'd he'd see that like Michael. This is the 4.0. I know you've killed some people, but this is the good stuff right here. Join over two million men who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you: twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with GV Pod. Now, Taylor Field, we have got to try these. Can you tell me your first experience of just the 4.0? Because we got to talk about the Weed Whacker, we got to talk about the Reviver, all this stuff. But we're going for Kirkland on some of those. How does this compare to any shavers you've had before? Because uh, we were all talking about we were in the market, and this just happened to be come our way. And Manscaped has been great to work with. We work with a few sponsors, but they've been really fun and very just like loose. Say, oh, do you want? And just been very tribute to our schedule. So that's a great thing. But what have you felt about the shaver so far? And obviously, uh, how, how the uh, how your little Michael Myers doing? I mean, this this. Uh new tools weaponry i mean michael myers <laughs> goes for a kitchen knife but he'd easily go for one of these bad boys instead so this thing is it doesn't hurt it makes me feel like my testosterone is just poofing through the roof um poofing and i can't like i can't i can't stop using it now that's coming from you know when i started up shaving when i was younger I would use a shaving cream, full on Santa Claus beard, and like the hand little Bic razors. Those things sucked, cuts everywhere. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Time <laughs> to upgrade. So we're upgrading to the trimmer. I got a trimmer. I went to Walmart, thought, okay, I'm getting a good one here. Braun, you know, Braun's supposed to be pretty I'm getting good. getting a good one here. <laughs> Absolute garbage. It From rips Walmart. the hairs out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> it was just terrible. And that's with like tons of lubricant on the blade, just sucked. And you know what the downside is? I couldn't even do it in the shower, and I couldn't even do it in the dark if I wanted to. But you know what the nice thing about Manscaped? I can use it in the dark, and I can use it in the shower. That's two for two right there. Oh, the you know Michael Myers out? likes that. Like he's, he's always walking oh, yeah. everywhere. It's always dark where he is. So he needs that 400K light bulb. to that. L- mm-hmm. like They got an LED light on here. You know, like that's pretty good to have in uh, these situations. Like so that to me is a game changer. I've said that on the fandom one. I like... This I like. Oh yeah, that's nice. But the second I used it, I could. I I feel like if I'm ever gonna use a shaver again without a light, I get to feel like I'm missing out on something now. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, it's kind of like recreating that scene from American Pie. 
Uh, wedding. Remember that? <laughs> okay. Wedding. You, you have to preference, you know, you don't know. <laughs> I've been a big fan of it. It has a nice sleek design. I talked about this on fandom where I just love the actual feel of it. It has like a good, just, it has a good grip in the hands. It's not too big. It's not uh, what Taylor's talking about, the uh, the big old Walmart brand there or anything like that. It's not too small. It's just right. How do you feel? I really like the button. I really like the the feature of just like your, your finger just kind of slides over it. It's not really like an on-off button. I really like that. Yeah, everything about it feels good. Whatever texture, material they source to build the like for a grip, yes. it just feels fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it right there. It's that. just that's absolutely the 4.0 wonderful. for you video people. But yeah, sleek design, really good. Like we said, we talked about the 400K light. That is just a, it's a game changer. It's something you got. You got a bunch of different guards in there, <laughs> one to four. So you can go all the way down to that skin if you want, or if you want to leave a little patch of grass, do that as well, whatever you want. Uh, and then the other thing I really like about Taylor is the charging. No stupid ass cords plug in. You're just talking about your cord business and how you can't use in the shower. One, either you get a corded one and those just suck because like some bathrooms are not built that way. And two, you never got to worry about a charge because the charge holds well. But the good thing is you don't have to like there's so many times where I forget to plug something. You just drop it there in a little as you can see in that picture little port it's just good to go you know so mm-hmm. that's really good so make sure you go over and use that code right now it's down in the description below gv pod gv pod and get 20 percent off free shipping worldwide really good deal it's going to be as far as like a christmas present highly recommend it it's something we're getting into that cold season and whatnot you're going to want to have like just because you're inside and you may not be going out doing things you got to be looking good especially like with halloween coming up boys single men you do not want to be taking off your pants and a woman thinking, oh, is that hair part of the costume? No, you don't want that. You don't want to have whatever Michael Myers may have going on. You don't want that. You want uh, what Manscaped's going to provide you. So it's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make the best time and enhance your confidence with your nice, smooth boy. So head over to Manscaped right now and do that. So now let's talk more about Michael Myers. So like I said, I, it hasn't been exactly what I've envisioned, this Jason Blum kind of era of Michael Myers. And so the uh, 2018, I liked it enough, but had a lot of problems with the comedy. I felt like there was some stuff with the doctor and some little twists or just decisions that I didn't really care for. And that's kind of this one. I think this is like a really good movie to put on if you are having a Halloween party because you don't really need to watch it that specifically, which might sound bad for the filmmakers, but I feel like it's like the like it does live up to the the terrible title of Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. I hate the title, but it is this movie is pretty much just Michael Merck and a bunch of people. The problem with that though, this feels the same like the way people say Harry Potter, you know, Deathly Hallows Part One is just to get you the second part. I disagree com- like completely, 100%. I think there's great character stuff in there, a great movie. And I actually sometimes say that I prefer part one over part two. This, for me, feels too much like uh, we're just trying to get you to part three, in my opinion. It feels very much like it would be an episode of a TV, like uh, right before the penultimate episode, like that kind of just... And even though like lots of crazy shit happens and lots of brutality happens, it just feels a little inconsequential and... This, and I actually have watched it twice because I watched it the first time and then the next day I already felt like I was forgetting it. So I was like, okay, well, because we're not reviewing this right away, I'm going to put it on again. And that's where it's just like – I think because the kills are cool but none of them have stuck with me too much other than maybe one which I thought was really good. 
the the story is not the story is really not there. It's very very basic. If you've seen the trailer, it's the town's gonna hunt Michael Myers. It's Halloween four pretty much with like I'd say like mm. and that's why I would say like this has better cinematography. And Tara mentioned the score. I don't think the score is as strong as the twenty eight one. I was waiting for that violin score we heard in the trailers. I was pretty mad they did not bust that out at any point. So I think they reused a lot of that score from twenty eighteen, which is a good score. But the twenty eighteen was was just so fresh and we hadn't heard like those themes with those sounds before um yeah and today's right as far as some characters there's some that aren't too bad but then there's some that the movie really wants you to care about them and i just don't think they get there and i think there's one thing maybe taylor was talking about i don't know for sure but as far as like some themes they go for especially with the town I like mm-hmm. the idea. I just think the execution isn't there. And there's one part in the movie that is supposed to be serious, but it comes off like unfortunately comedic and not like in a good way. It just like it just feels it feels like it's trying to be smarter than it is, but it doesn't get that way it, or it doesn't get there. Um, and there's like other negatives. I would also say the trailers are a little um, I don't know misrepresentative of uh i don't i don't even want to say it because i feel like that would spoil things i feel like the trailers might set you up for something else than you think so i think it's a fine i don't know if it's a fine movie like i don't think it's bad but like like i said i haven't forgot or i like i've started forgetting about it already and i just feel i just don't like i don't know if i'll need to other than a few events if i could just watch halloween and then halloween ends like i just don't know if i'll need to watch this movie i think i'll really have to wait till the part three comes out but if you want just Michael Myers killing a bunch of people with like even characters you don't really care about, that's fine. Then it's there. If you're looking for, I think the 2018 one, I do, I definitely like more because I like the Jim Lee angle of her, like you know, with the PTSD. I love the podcast interviewers. I love Michael getting out of prison. I love meeting like the daughter and the granddaughter. This is very much just you're on a road trip trying to catch Michael and. If you like it, that's cool. If you don't, I think I understand. I I don't know. It, it's weird because I don't think it's a bad movie, but I don't know if I could give this one a passing grade because I feel maybe this is the way I, I'll say it. It just feels kind of lazy. That's maybe what it feels like to me. It's just like they kind of phoned in because it's like, okay, we got to get to part three and we'll see. But hey, they're still doing good. Uh, it'll be interesting how the next one does because uh, usually we podcast week and up, but this one had it did 26 million less than the first Halloween or 2018, but you had on Peacock and also Pandemic. So not too bad really for like to me like that's only six million away from bond which is pretty good so do you have anything else non-spoilers to say i got nothing well ladies and gentlemen we're about to get spoilers so if you've seen the movie just listen to this ad break they're gonna tell you about something we don't pick the ads as usual and if not now it's time to tune out go watch the movie it's on peacock so you got a streaming option go to theaters if you want to come back and we'll be here so we'll be right back Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus do, 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 do. we're back uh so I think I know exactly where I want to start. I want to start with the townspeople. And I think the townspeople to me, you're right, Taylor. You look like you're you're looking back. I'm playing with I'm playing with my eyes as I listen to you. Jeez, Louise scared me. Um, the townspeople. I think everything about them. I, I get like, a, oh, I like this, and then like, oh, that wasn't great. Oh, I like this. That wasn't great. And I think like Tommy's speech at the beginning is the best example of that. Where at first it feels like it's a really inspirational, like we're survivors, and you know we survived this thing about Michael Myers a few years like a few years ago, I guess 40 years ago and whatnot. But then when he starts getting into the like, and the boogeyman's out there and he's going to get you and he's going to get you. It just felt kind of off. I felt like, like in this, uh, this is the problem with them doing the whole reset, the canon thing, right? In this canon, he had what killed three people 40 years ago on Mm -hmm. Halloween. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Good, good header. (laughs) He killed like three people four years. Like, so I can understand the talking about survives in this event, but this whole, oh, he's going to come out and get you. If you kept the continuity of like Halloween H2O, it fit there because this was a guy for like five or six movies before Jamie Lee came back. He kept breaking out and popping up. This guy killed three people 40 years ago and he's been in prison the whole time. They don't know anything about the 2018 movie yet. So 
it felt his speech felt weird and just everything from the townspeople too. I like the idea of the mob mentality of one idea gets put into scared people's head and they panic, right? We've seen that happen with toilet paper about two years ago as far as like imagine what happened if we were all against the Michael Myers. And I when we got to the hospital and they were setting up the whole, oh, this patient is going to get killed. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is great. But then it was like how they did it and how they went about it felt very cheesy. And I didn't even understand the dynamics of the staircase they were running in sometimes. Like it didn't make sense of this guy that they set up is so they go, okay, we've caught everyone from the bus except Michael Myers and this one guy. This one guy, all these people go to the hospital, the townspeople, because people are getting hurt and murdered, so they're going to check on their families. The other escaped guy goes to the hospital. He's wearing the same kind of jumpsuit as Michael. He looks like a very frail moving old man but the 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 crowd thinks that's michael myers right now again i think that is realistic because we've seen that before where some people just it doesn't matter they just want to believe something but then when this little man is like shuffling along up these stairs and these crowd is like running at top speed i don't understand like he's fucking scooby doo with these doors like where he's going back and forth everything like as and as it continues to go on it just feels cheesy and my last point before i throw it through you is so they do the moment still where okay they have the guy he's locked down in a room and he's gonna kill himself and i thought that was good too like not not killing himself but like whole like how it was shot the music you felt bad for the guy even though who knows about him but it was just like that like animalistic mentality that these people who were scared are becoming you know dangerous so he jumps he kills himself we get this moment and so all the people have realized they've done something wrong and tommy who was leading the charge finally realizes he's he right away was like let's kill this guy and then like five seconds before the guy he jumps don't do it. It's not him. It's not him. But either way, so he does this. And I'm expecting, okay, this is how his story kind of ends here. But he goes to, um, oh, I remember Allison and Lori. What is the do- What is Lori's daughter's name? Christmas sweater wearing Ant-Man's wife. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, man. I'm going to have to look that up while you're talking. But anyway, so Lori's daughter, he goes up to her and like, I know I screwed up big time, but I could still kill him. And it's like. Well, we learned nothing then. We spent this whole 15 minutes of showing what the mob mentality would do. And then what happens later, they still do the mob mentality and they get Michael anyways. So it felt that's mm-hmm. a, it, it. The town thing, I liked the concept of I could see in the room pitching it and being like, one, it's a cool idea. It fits with today's world. And two, it's kind of like a tribute to Halloween in the past because they've done that before. Of like the town, like fuck Michael Myers. Right. But then I think once they actually did it, it just was missing some things or was pace weird. I don't know. So was that that what you're referring to of like some of the the stuff that was comedic but that wasn't supposed to be comedic or is that something else no the comedic stuff would have been just how certain people handled themselves on this note i found uh i, I thought it was well addressed how they instilled the fact that yeah you have a rowdy crowd mm-hmm. of people they're and scared, they're afraid yeah. they'll, they'll believe anything and it just goes to show so I just I, I definitely agree with what you're saying, how it had the Scooby-Doo vibes and <laughs> just he was he would just I didn't pop like the somewhere. idea. He, he was. He was <laughs> popping up everywhere. I didn't like how the daughter went. I shouldn't. I want to say this in a way that doesn't sound bad. I didn't like how she went to help him when, you know, these people that are in this facility, they're locked up. I'm assuming for the same reason Michael was there, that like these are dangerous <laughs> yeah. people. And I thought she's going to be there alone and try to help him. Something bad might happen to her. That was my only con with that. Like, she needs to be careful. She should have had someone with her just as, Karen. as a caution. Karen but was her name. Karen, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah, Karen goes 
Luckily, he's not dangerous to her. He's like super terrified as he should be because the mob's coming. <laughs> so Karen leads him into this little area, locks him in there for whatever God knows reason, I guess to protect him. But that didn't do much because her plan was to say over and over and over again to herself, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. I'm not going to let anything happen to you. And what does she do? She does jack shit to stop the crowd and she lets everything happen to him because he takes his own life. Well, and she kind of lets them know where he is too by her just standing by that door, you know? A hundred percent. Just be like, like she, I feel like she could have done like, I would have been absolutely screaming at the top of my lugs. I would have been slapped, like taking my hand and slapping everyone in front saying, that's not Michael. Like, I just feel like she wasn't doing enough. Yeah, I don't. Well, that that's the problem too. Where she, they would have her like when she was behind the crowd, she'd be yelling, "That's not Michael" and everything like that. But then when she's in front of the crowd, she's just like crying and like getting upset. It's just yeah. like, and I, I do a hundred percent in real life. I get that she probably might yell that, and they might not even hear her, right? Or they might just be so mad they're gonna like yeah. go after him anyways. But I think they could have directed her a bit better. I don't think it was her performance, or anything. I think it's just like what they got her, or again the editing of it. And it just, I think it could have had a lot more of effect. And that's where the problem is. So when it doesn't really hit, we have this chunk of the film that to me isn't done the greatest, and it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't result in anything because the mob just stays together. They're like, well. That poor whatever <laughs> mental mental like uh, hospital guy. Okay, moving on, and then they go still find Michael and they fuck him up. But like, it mm-hmm. it, it it was like I said, I like the idea, but at the same time, I don't know. I it's it's something that it, it's something that when I watch this movie again, I'll probably be pulling up my phone, or that's where I compare. That's why I said it'd be a perfect Halloween movie because that's the part where you would all go get up and eat, or be like, "Oh, let's play a game now." And then when Michael kills, you'd be like watching and having a fun time because I think that's all done well. I, I think we praised that a lot in 2018 when he was just like going house to house, just killing people, killing people. It was like, okay, this is what Michael would do, and I really like the idea of them setting up this whole. Because I'm somebody that I liked Laurie Strode as the sister. To me, it made complete sense of why does this guy keep coming after while he has some twisted, you know, brother-sister relationship. For this, I was like, why would he keep going after Laurie? It doesn't really make much sense. So when they proposed this whole, well, he wasn't actually going after you in the 2018 film. The doctor just dropped him off there. And if you watch this film as well, he's not actively going after Laurie Strode. He's just trying to get back to his house and he's killing anybody in the way, right? So it's very interesting that they've kind of switched this dynamic that instead of Michael being obsessed with Laurie, it's almost like Laurie is now obsessed with Michael. Well, I wouldn't necessarily like that's definitely true. They definitely did that. But I also wouldn't say that he's not it doesn't have a bit of obsession with Laurie. I think he's definitely into her, you but know? he's not going after her though. Like this movie establishes, right? But he, like, he was dropped off at the house, but like he didn't have to go into the house. The house was locked up in barricades. He's he always going left, into a right? house. That's a but challenge. Wanted, for yeah. Well that, yeah. he wanted to go for Laurie though. Yeah. Like he really, uh, he was into that. So yeah. Well, and we'll see. Cause it's interesting that they set up her, She's like, oh, I need to kill him. We set up Hawkins. Who? Let's talk about Hawkins right now, because before we talk about him specifically, I loved all the '78 like flashbacks mm-hmm. they did here, really good. Because sometimes when they do flashbacks, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like because I think 
they kind of did that. I feel like even with the Friday Thirteenth remake, where they showed like a little the eighties, it's like ah, this doesn't really feel like the eighties, right? Then you have some ones that do it perfectly, like a Stranger Things, where it's like, oh, you have this vibe. And I wasn't alive in the eighties, but just from what I've seen, and then also when you have your parents, like, oh yeah, this that, this has that vibe. I was not also alive in seventy eight, but the thing is, when you compare it to the original film, it has that like aesthetic and vibe. Even oh, the way yeah. they shot it, it was like, man, I want another like Halloween seventy eight movie, like again with the four K everything like that so i loved everything about that i loved like showing how he was arrested stuff like that so that to me was a home run uh, like kind of along with i think they're doing a really good job of almost mcu like fun easter eggs and callbacks and stuff like that the first movie i think did too many with the the final kind of kill like the room and stuff with laurie and michael myers you can go back and review they just tribute the film too much but like having like sheriff bracket there you know and having like just mm-hmm. little like shout outs to other things other characters other events like having one of the surviving victims be the the nurse who was on like michael's on michael's that was car. unexpected <laughs> and that was i feel bad for her yeah oh i yeah and like i get she's a survivor but at the same time it's like the dude was just in your fucking hood like it wasn't like like were you that traumatized by that i don't know but either way i love that that flashbacks everything is like really layered with lots of good fan service for the most part um but then in the flashbacks there's just some cheesy cop stuff and it's just like my two problems with the very first one was we get this cool thing michael myers is walking hawkins is shooting him he shoots at him twice and then just lets michael walk away like and i know there's mm-hmm. a part that he runs and he goes looking down but like it feels like the cops when it's like in gta when you get to five stars and you just hide behind a garbage can the cops give up that's what this felt like they like Hawkins know which direction he was running. Why is he not like why is he not running so fast to try and get this guy? Like at this point, he's just a killer. We don't know the legend of Michael Myers, right? So that was a little cheesy. And they do this throughout the entire movie, but Hawkins trying to they're trying to do this tragic backstory of you know, oh, he feels like he needs to kill Michael because he had a chance to let Loomis shoot him, and he didn't because he thought there might be a guy in there. But the thing they did before that was him not being able to shoot Michael and then also shooting his partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was some uh, that was some cheesy stuff for me. I, it didn't it didn't work for me in that moment. I thought it was so serious and that felt comedic again. I didn't feel it was comedic at all. I felt like he was just he was stuck in the situation. Like, what do you do? Your partner is literally being choked out. You can take the shot, but again, he's a rookie cop. He doesn't have a lot of experience in the on the force, and he's faced off against an insane serial killer who just went off of a killing spree. He's got your partner dead to rights, choking him out. I mean, what do you do? The rookie had to make a call. Fortunately, when he fired, again, you're not supposed to shoot dead on trying to hit the target. I mean, you shoot your partner in the leg, make him kind of slop down, then shoot the bad guy right but he's a rookie so yeah i just hated that was fine but then when michael walked away like how come he could not fucking hit him at all like like just like there's he was so close and that happens throughout this whole film like we had a nurse later on who instead of like going close to michael just shoots her entire clip and hits nothing but uh the nurse i can't wait to get to that oh boy uh but i really was i gasped out loud when uh loomis was on my screen because i thought for sure we'd never see loomis again I don't know what that I feel like it's a 
combo maybe of like makeup and like the Peter Cushing thing from Rogue One. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like there's nobody that looks exact. Like, because it just didn't look too make. Like, it looked like there was makeup, but not so much makeup of you. But I'm excited to because I haven't looked at IMDb to see who the actor is or like what they did with it. But that was really cool. It sounded like him, and I like that for the most part. Other than him, sh- like about Schumann head, they always kept him like a distance. So you kind of like mm-hmm. like oh like that is Loomis, but like you couldn't tell it was a different actor and just a really good job like that was a very fun kind of cameo because they didn't do that for the first one and i thought oh, okay because he's passed away they're probably not going to go down that route but i i like that they found a way to incorporate loomis just even for a little bit and i mm-hmm. like that loomis was just gonna <laughs> fully execute michael on that night but uh he didn't get the mm-hmm. chance to you know i like the the 70s aesthetic that whole vibe that they kind of put into the film because again like you said before when they transition back to that time period it feels different it feels very authentic and that's because it feels almost like they slapped a filter on there but that filter i feel like really helped when you see that uh, young loomis at the time so i think that helped blend him into mm-hmm. the scene a lot more instead of just being like a blatant cgi face so i do really appreciate that they they went that extra mile to snag that effect uh and yeah him just full on executing michael like he didn't uh he didn't get the chance obviously no. i don't blame hawkins for feeling that guilt oh, i don't know hawkins should just let him fucking get <laughs> I, i'm not with hawkins at all as the man who agrees with the death penalty uh i want to talk about laurie because this is what i was trying to talk about non-spoilers in like the most cagey way what's to talk about laurie i mean she wasn't even in well, this that's movie really i want to talk about if you watch these previews, and I remember like so many of the trailers end with that shot of like Lori walking down that like hospital halls with a knife, and it's like, oh shit, here we go. If you watch that trailer and then you're expecting Jane the Curse, and I wasn't expecting her to be in it as much as the first one, but I was expecting her to at least have something going on, and she did not. And that's where to me that lots of things feel like this but Lori specifically feels like that oh this is in the episode of a tv series not a movie trilogy you know like this feels like it's just Lori's just hanging out at the hospital you know and it just you get to her and hawkins bond a little bit they talk about him being evil and stuff like that but i i don't know i felt that was pretty disappointing to me as far as i don't i guess if you want to i don't know I'm trying to think about how you do this. Like I liked her scenes, but I just wonder if it would have just been better to have her like comatose the whole movie. And then she wakes up, you get on something cool. Like she wakes up as her daughter's getting killed. And there's like almost that synergy there. Mm-hmm. But I just think, cause yeah, sure. She bonded with Hawkins a little bit, but I didn't think any of the stuff that she was awake for was great. So I felt, I don't want to say it was a waste. Cause again, I'll, I'll wait till see part three. Cause maybe when you watch them all back to back, it'll feel like, okay, this felt justified. Cause I feel that same way when you watch Infinity War. There's tons of Avengers like Iron Man and like Captain America. They take the back seat, right? Because then in an Endgame, it's more about them. So, and of course, we already have Jamie Lee in Halloween and Halloween 2018, and now it ends. But still, it just. I don't know. It's it. I guess also the MCU is different because we also had all these other iterations of Iron Man and Cap doing this thing. Where well, actually, I guess we have of Jamie Lee too. I guess she's been in a lot of Halloween. So how did you feel about that? Because I didn't think it was. I, I don't know if that was the right move. I, I I didn't really enjoy what they the kind of they put on the back seat, and then for the scenes that she was in, I don't think they were great scenes either. I wasn't expecting her to have the back seat, and that's definitely a little bit of a takeaway. I feel like Halloween, Michael Myers and Laurie, you know, two sides of a coin. That's how I really do feel. Mm-hmm. 
not that there's anything wrong with the other iterations that don't have Lori. I mean, they have re- replacements for her. Yeah, daughters of her no. and all this stuff. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. So in this case, it just... The replacements for Lori weren't really there. It was just substitutes. It wasn't equivalent replacements. And that's something I do have a little bit of a con with. There wasn't any buildup or excitement for that. Her granddaughter... I feel like just did nothing. Yeah. Just like really did nothing. The the daughter again, Lori's daughter, Karen did nothing. And then I know even Tommy and the townsfolk were supposed to be that replacement, but I, I, yeah, it was just odd how, what they were trying to do, because I feel like there was no strong uh, force to go up against Michael. Like there was like the, the three daughter, the, not the three, the three Strodes mm-hmm. when they went up against Michael in the first movie, like that was peak. Like it was so cool when Michael's down below in the cellar and they're standing above him and it's burning. It's like, this is like, you know, Strodes got the one up and then I feel like this has been stripped away. I would have loved to have seen a little, another moment where we get the three of them together yeah. doing something to like disable Michael. Again, you could say it's repetitive, but I would have really liked that. And then end it where, you know, the third one, ha- like you could, I know you don't want to say kill Laurie Strode off in this one because we're only the second way through. But I mean, at the end of the day, you could, you could pull a Luke Skywalker, ax him off, ax her off at this point in the game. Then you could ax the mom off in the third one and have the daughter come out on top. Yeah. And it's just like a great, family lineage comeback story but now we have the grandma they skipped the daughter or yeah karen's out and now we got right to the granddaughter so that dynamic is going to be i guess it's flipped because Lori's obviously going to die in the third one yeah and the granddaughter will come out on top in the last one so i guess there's still potential it's just weird how i kind of plan it not my head canon i guess you could say yeah i did think they were going to go the luke skywalker route but then even then like for me, so like you brought up a good point in like the last movie where they kind of all three took on Michael. And I like that because there was they refer back to it again of her Karen be like, got you again. But like that moment, the first one was really, really good. But I felt like she kind of regressed. She kind of felt like at the ending of that movie, I was like, oh, shit, my mom was right. Here's Michael Myers. I'm going to use mm-hmm. like it was a great moment when you saw this like kind of smaller like quiet woman that hated halloween when the shit hit the fan she knew where the guns were she knew where the trap door was mm-hmm. she was tricking michael so it felt like she was a lot more capable so i thought like okay you have that plus her husband's de- dead and plus your daughter's out there i felt like she was gonna be way more like okay hey, i'm gonna go out there in the trenches and she wasn't she was just kind of well like we got that whole thing with the town thing she was just kind of around in the hospital Lori was doing stuff with Hawkins and that's not making any like sexual. She's like, she's just like, talking about their lives. And then you had Allison who like, I don't mind this actress, but I think with the problem is like, she's just doing action stuff in this movie. So you don't learn anything more. It's just her in a truck, her saying stuff like, and she has all the trailer lines of evil dies tonight. I'm evil's not winning tonight. Like, and it's all like, Oh, like I feel bad for her. Cause like, there's like, Jamie Lee is like a fantastic actress, so she can sell these ones. She's a newer actress. It's like, ah, you don't necessarily have that yet. And when I thought they were going to give her some character was, so we had the last movie, right? And we even talked about this where they did the Bonnie and Clyde thing with the boyfriend, right? Theo from you. Uh, They did this whole thing where he was, whether he was an asshole or drunk, either way, she caught him kissing her girl. She left the party and they're kind of like looking like they're going to break up or something, right? 
So at the beginning of this movie, okay, he's I like they set up that he's trying to find his friend. He's mad, like he's he fucked up. He knows that he's trying to think like, how could I get her back, or what could I do to fix this? He finds Hawkins, saves him. So like, okay, obviously you would save him, but still like redeem him, showing like, okay, he might have been an asshole, but like he's a good guy. He right away saw that cop and ran over to help. So it's like, okay, he's a good guy, but he still did something wrong. So when he gets to the hospital, he finds Allison and they hug it out, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, that doesn't like she just she, I don't even know if she says that doesn't matter, but she just starts talking about Michael and for this whole movie and it's so weird because they kill him off and they even make it in a way where it seems like he's gonna survive again but then michael for sure makes sure like he literally oh, twists his head. i knew that was coming too oh, yeah. see, i thought he was gonna survive because i thought when they gave us that one shot of drool going down his mouth i thought he's gonna survive because the the thing is i thought well clearly there's gonna be a moment where they have a personal conversation about hey like things were going really good why were you making out this girl why were you cheating on me they just completely threw that off to the side in this movie. They did not give a fuck about it. They didn't want to talk about it. They're just like, they're together fighting. It would have been great if, like, she wants to go fight by, like, and kill Michael. And, you know, I'm going to just call, keep calling him Theo. But, like, this actor there, Dylan something his name is, this actor's there. And she's focused on with the townspeople and killing Michael. But, like, there is this dynamic where she's, like, either rude to him or mean to him, just, like, wants her, like, like leave me alone, especially right now. Her dad just died, stuff like that. Like, I just thought she should be so pissed off in general that this guy's back, her dad's dead, her boyfriend's cheating on her. Like, I feel like she should be so angry, but she just kind of was like, yeah, okay, like, cool. And I just was so surprised that they kept him alive, and I thought they kept him alive to have... Like, yeah, some people might say, like, oh, it's teen angst drama, but that's what Halloween is. Like, it's all about teen angst and stuff like that. So the fact that they put them back together in, like, a group and it wasn't even talked about that he was cheating on her and any of the dynamics of the first one, very odd. And now he's dead, so that's not going to happen. He's just gone, you know? Like, at that aspect, I wish they didn't make him the cheating boyfriend then. They should have just had him be the nice guy boyfriend. So then when he dies, it's another, like, really hurts Allison. Now it's like... Of course, you don't want him to die, but it's also like, yeah, but he was kind of this shitty dude. So I don't know. It was, again, a strange choice. I don't really understand. I don't know if you can make sense of it. Maybe you can make sense of it after this ad break. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. All right, Taylor, give me your shot. What, what were they thinking here? I never got the sense that, okay, there's going to be like a proper rebound. Like he was just so caught up in the moment because his dad was a, a victim of Michael Myers, you know? So it obviously hits victim. home for, he for, just for bumped Theo. into Michael. Fuck off. Yeah. Bro. But now we know, we know Michael kills kids. Now this is the first time he's actually killed a kid. So, uh, again, he cut the kids like head off and was holding this, like his mask skull. Also shout outs to the Halloween three season of the witch can uh, like, uh, cameo. That was actually mm-hmm. a cool. Easy little Easter egg in there. But, um, yeah, so his dad is obviously a victim of Michael Myers, and so obviously this really hits home for him because I can imagine his dad has lots of PTSD from that and has told his son about that. So now all of a sudden, shit hits the fan. You find out people are dying and people are arriving at the hospital left, right, and center. That Now your dad is going out to fight. Your dad's teamed up with Tommy, who's organizing a whole group to go out and fight. I think he's definitely playing a very irresponsible boyfriend card of saying, okay, come on, uh, Alice, let's go. Allison, let's go and hunt Michael. You don't do that. Yeah, yeah. He's right away like, I got guns in the trunk. (laughs) Yeah, like, honestly, I would, like, there's not a single moment. I like ever if there's a all time crazy serial killer out there that I would look at Madison and be like, okay, get a gun, we're going. <laughs> With no gun training at all, yeah. I don't. I mean, I have weapons training, but like not to the degree that I could probably take on this dude. With other people well, who can't no. shoot either. So yeah, a hundred percent. So like, you, they're the other people are more dangerous than Michael at this point, as we'll get to. But um, I just think that. He he had like the anger and the the emotion driving him. Him getting killed off, I wasn't surprised though whatsoever. I thought, okay, when the dad went into that house uh, to go in by yourself, I don't know what he was thinking. It's stupid. I knew for sure. Okay, he's a guaranteed death. And then the two <laughs> of them coming in after was stupid. They they were covering each other exceedingly well at the start. I liked how they were covering each other six. As soon as they went up upstairs, I don't they know. Broke off, uh, yeah. Like Allison was a, I'm sorry, she was a fucking idiot. She put the gun down and then she went to go play touch stuff on the cupboard or whatever. Like I don't know what she's There's doing. Even that- Left Theo <laughs> on his own. Theo, and then Theo you. just thought he could. Yeah, fuck. He thought he could take Michael on. Like he's walking towards the closet. Why? We've all played Warzone. We know if you know a guy's in that room. And he's got to move at some point because the smoke's closing in. Not the smoke was in this movie. But you know Michael's got to move out of that closet. You just park yourself at that doorway and you wait until Michael starts coming out. You don't push in advance. 
And then Allison gets there way too bloody late. Has mm. Just absolute shit. Oh, it was just that part really, really made me agitated. Yeah, I really hated when she was with the uh, little John and like she was just mm-hmm. sitting there and she like little John's clearly dead. Like he's dead, dead. And she like pulls a knife from his stomach and it's just like, I can't, you may right. need a weapon, but it's like, you got a gun, like go out there, you know? And big John and little John did the same thing. They were together. And then like all of a sudden big John just got killed and little John was all the way fucking downstairs. And I was like, what were you two doing? Like <laughs> it just made it so easy for Michael Myers. And again, I know people make like, Oh, these are these type of movies. It is. But then it's just like, I kind of expect when you have someone like the Jason blood company to make them a little bit better in that uh, aspect. So uh yeah no i wasn't a big fan i wasn't a fan of the entire finale to be honest i didn't like so i didn't like any of that stuff um i hated the moment where so allison comes back and she hel- or sorry karen comes to help allison because allison's legs broken and she gets michael myers down and then she curb stomps and takes off his mask i don't know why the like well i get okay no never mind they explain that so they she brings her there for the trap right as far as like oh they're gonna trap michael but at the same point Michael's down. Why not take one of these guns and still cap him in the head while he's there? You don't have like the thing. They had so many opportunities. Well, because the do thing that. was, it wasn't like she downed Michael and then he got up right away. He was like KO'd for like ten seconds, and then she took his mask and walked him out. It's like so. I get you're putting him to a trap, but he was down. Like yeah, shoot him a couple. Like do some things. But either way, it's like okay, we're gonna do this mob trap. And I did not like. I'm not. I'm. I bet you probably loved it. So Michael Myers gets around the mob and everything like that. We saw this didn't go good with the firefighters earlier who got fucked up. Oh. But, so we get this moment of they all beat Michael and they, you know, in quotations, kill him. And then Allison and Karen are having a moment back at the Myers house. They're talking. Al- Karen has a stupid scene where she goes up and stares at the window. like Mike- She's obsessed with this Michael window. She like looked at the window earlier in the movie and saw a child version of Michael, and then it went away. And then she goes up like, I don't know. Like, it was just dumb. It was weird, dumb, like Rob Zombie, like Halloween 2-ish, where it's like Laurie Strode and Rob Z- or uh, Michael Myers have like, a connection. Like They weren't doing that. It was just like, okay, this is kind of lame. But either way... So they get Michael down and they literally like stab him like really good to death. And then at one point he just gets up. So they're really establishing like, well, you, okay. You're not, you're not selling it like the scene did. I mean, <laughs> it was much more hype than that. He just gets up. Well, see, but here's my thing. So yeah, they beat him up and they get lots of shots. I like their teaming against him and stuff like that. But like, he does just get up because they're supposed to in this movie, they're trying to pitch that he's just a, well, I guess they kind of have it both of those. Like he's a man, but then you have these characters like he's becoming the, the representation of evil then it's like oh he's transcending yeah so it's like oh so in three are we gonna reveal that he is like a supernatural sort of being or something or i don't know it's just like yeah i get he's a man but it's still just like fuck like you get shot in the head you get shot in the head i hated when he got up and all the kills on those people the slow motion oh. the, it, no it for me it just i applaud them for doing something different but it's I didn't like the way it looked, and the whole thing felt anticlimactic, especially to cap it off as far as it was strange that he was down. They had the mom was there, the police weren't that far away. Karen goes back, so Michael gets up, does his slow motion kills, gets all the way back to the house with nobody seeing him get into the house. You know, the cops, like literally the cops are sitting at the entranceway, and I know there's a front and back, but still, like Michael walked in there and then walked upstairs and not a single cop in this like house saw him walk back up he's the shape yeah he's the shape and then he kills karen and i hated the way when they turn around they did like the 
like the zoom ins on her face and the zoom ins on him and the hands. And I hate it as well that, uh, or I could just say extremely dislike that. I feel like if she was going to die, Lori should have been there. You should have done something to mm-hmm. like have that emotion. So it felt just very, just off to the side, inconsequential. Like, oh yeah, Karen died, by the way. It's like, oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't really like that finale at all. I, it really left a bad taste in my mouth. But you clearly loved that slow motion stuff and everything like that. I did. Again, I thought that I kept telling myself, okay, they can't kill him off. We got one more movie with him. So when he was just getting his ass handed to him again, that firefighter scene, there was so many more firefighters there than the trailer makes you think <laughs> there is. And that scene was super cool. I, I really liked when he like steps to the doorway and the firefighters like rev up like, oh, this is so They badass. were terrible this though. Like, they only attacked oh. one by one. They never as a group went in, you know? I know. You, <laughs> they weren't acting as a team. <laughs> no. You need, They needed Kyle there to rally them together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that kind of pre-existing notion of just what to expect when this group surrounded them it was very reminiscent of okay the cops surrounding him back in the 70s yeah. and i thought that was okay this is very cool i like that michael's kind of like unlike that time michael was accepting defeat back then but in this moment it seemed okay like no he accepted it real is easy. he going to really easy yeah he gave well he he did when the mask was on the ground i i just this and this is where the score can really sell you because i was just sitting there on the couch and the Michael's standing there, everyone's around him and he reaches down to get his mask and the score kicks in. I was like, Oh man, we're going to go peak Michael right here. And then he puts it on the scores going. Then everyone's like kicking his ass. Like, Oh no, Michael's going down and he's down. <laughs> but you know what? He's got to self revive and he gets up. And when he go and like cuts, um, the uh, uh, brackets, bracket or racket? I can't remember how it, how it's called. Bracket. bracket or racket? I think it's bracket. Bracket. He cuts his hand when he's about to get shot in the head, and he just goes to town fighting all these guys. I'm like, holy crap, this is crazy. Like, his reflexes are on point. He just had to get a second wind. You know, we've all been there. So it was just mind-blowing what he was able to do. And I didn't get the sense that he's an immortal like transcending spiritualistic doing thing that at the end of this movie like there's no okay like we've talked about this before where oh we're going back like he's gonna be just a dude this time there's no way this dude like a dude would survive all this there's no way that we're at this point a lot of adrenaline <laughs> he was just getting like an all-time high off of this these kills yeah and you like the and but, i guess uh, i think i would have liked it more i i, I gotta I'll try to watch again with your mind instead of it, the music kicking in. I just didn't like I did not like the way they paced those one on one kill scenes for me. It just uh just didn't work, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh I was gonna say what is because we're talking about that, what is was your favorite uh, Michael kill? Because you got that, you got the firefighters, you had the uh, couple uh, when he first got in the town, you had Big John and Lil John, uh or anyone else I'm trying I don't think I forgot any other it's, ones. It's tricky because I like a few of them for specific reasons. The most, and I hate to say it, comedic one, would probably be the nurse who is just advancing right. and pushing and missing every single shot. And Michael kicks the door and it, it door swings and tips the tip of her pistol and it flips backwards and she KOs herself. Like I've, I, it happens so quick. I just looked at Madison. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? 
<laughs> and I think that's, a def- that's one of those defining moments of you might like or dislike this movie on how you react to that moment. Because when I was watching it, Emily just looked over at me and she's like, what are we watching here? Like, why why are you making me watch this oh, movie? Sh- another malignant scenario. <laughs> yeah. I think she enjoyed this more than malignant, but it was just like, she was like, come on. And I, at that point, I was just laughing. I was enjoying it because, yeah, I did forget about these kills with the nurses and the doctors. I like the nurse and the doctor. And I, so, yeah, I forgot about Den. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, for me, I guess it did work in this moment. And then it was just like, I can't remember what the nurse said, but she was just like, hey, Michael. And she didn't say the thing, but she was like, eat this. And she went to go shoot him and she was out of bullets. And then he just like fucked her up. Oh, so, like, yeah. I, I, I think that's the thing, like, all the Michael stuff for the most part, like I said, I had some problems on the cinematography or the choices near the end, but like, all the Michael stuff works really well. So if you just like, I feel like I will, I could YouTube this and this could be in some best kills. Like with that couple with the drone, when he just like unloaded the entire knife set into that body. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> like Madison looked at me as like, what is he doing? And I'm like, you know, Madison, I think maybe he's trying to find the best knife. I really It was know. brutal. It was also like, like comedic in a way that like, I don't know if it was, it's good to be comedic or not, but uh, yeah, that was, that was something. And the light tube. The, uh, oh, that glass. Oh, shit. That was brutal. Just the blood filling up the end of the, the, the glass. Oh, shit. Um, I definitely really like just the callback of just when the nurse was in the car. Not the, uh, the cosplay nurse, but the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, um, the nurse like from the original. And Michael climbs up the back of the window. Uh, and just goes on top of the car. They're like, oh, that's so clever. I really like how they did that. That's if I was in her shoes, it'd just be like major PTSD right now yeah. from that. But when Michael was killing her, the uh husband in the back, it really bothered me. Now again, I kept yelling to Madison because he went to strangle Michael, and I thought, like, you your his hand Michael's just, hands are exposed, you're gonna get stabbed. Wrong, yeah. And he gets stabbed right in the face. Like, I don't, you, why would you grab someone by the head? It's like trying to grab a buck by its, <laughs> like, a hoof, and you're leaving its whole head and antlers exposed to, like, impale you. Like, you got to suppress and contain the, the swings coming at you. Yeah, or at least go for the eyes, like Michael did to Big John, you know, like, that moment where he oh, just yeah. put his eye, his hands in his eyes. You literally saw the eyeballs Ooh, pop out of the skull. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, and I forgot uh, before I forget what the nurse said to Michael was, "This is for Loomis." And then when she went to shoot, the gun didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> that, and that actually got me oh. a laugh. I was like, "Fuck, not going your way." But like. It's tough because it has that sort of Darth Vader and Rogue One feel where it's like, I'm with you. I love the scene. You love a lot more than me, but still, like, I love the scene. It's fantastic. I cheer. But then there are so many people that bring up the great point of, like, okay, but why are you cheering? You shouldn't be cheering. Darth Vader is supposed to be the villain of this story. And here you are having a good time that he's slicing up all these, like, you know, good guy rebels. And we defending, oh, well, because we were seeing him in his prime, all this stuff, great cinematography. But it's the same way as Michael's, like, like like when she says like say yeah, Loomis and then the gun doesn't go off and like he starts to kill her it's just like I'm torn because it is fun it is fun to have these like good laughs and you're like watching a slasher but at the same time I think I would still like to have some characters that I actually care about that I don't want to see die other than Lori she doesn't count because she's an OG and I feel like I didn't really feel about that for anybody like there's no one I was like oh that person died oh that person died it's like okay these are just like people that uh, maybe big john and little john but like the second you meet the johns you know they're dead so it's just like mm-hmm. but like i don't think there was any characters that really made me like 
want to care about if they survived or not. I just want to see Michael mess them up. And I think that's not the greatest thing. I think 2018 did a better version of that, even though they have like this stupid kid making jokes about the babysitter. I think he did a better version of that. Mm-hmm. I really like that they brought Lindsay back. And mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that actual whole sequence with her uh, going to get the kids out of there. That's the scene, by the way, Kirkland was laughing at when the he thought it was ridiculous in the trailer when the kids were like, oh, there's a man with a mask playing hide and seek. I and love Lindsay's that like, scene. Oh. It was good. It was really good. And then they're calling out Michael and he's standing there. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, isn't that like our friend's head? Like our mask? It was just so freaky. Yeah. And I loved how it amped it up even more when Lindsay, again, went back. Everyone was dead. But she started like smacking Michael with the bricks. Um, and then she went back and Michael was just, he's just, unyielding he's following her and she hides under the uh like it's the riverbank ish or whatever and it i feel like they didn't have to do it but there was no music it was just pure silence mm. for about three to four minutes of michael just standing there listening he's and all you hear is just breathing yeah. and he goes to the bridge and i'm thinking okay he's gonna stand and stop at the bridge and turn and see her it was just the hairs were up on my <laughs> neck i absolutely loved that it was such an intense scene and i was really hoping she would get out of that situation which she did I d- i'm just wondering okay so michael went across the bridge then he went back and then he set up the bodies. Yeah, and she was he's there the whole classic time. Little, she's there the whole time. Yeah, Michael's doing his classic little, uh, what do you call it when you set up like little uh, little sets? Or like uh, he's doing his Halloween decorating, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I know you were trying to go for that. Yeah, no, hey, Michael's an artist. You know, like look at all these films he loves putting on a show. He loves, he's very, he's very <laughs> yeah. boisterous. So um, let's mm-hmm. see. I was trying to think. How did you feel about Big and Little John? Uh, I like that they uh, when they said that they were they were living in Michael's like the Myers house. I, I immediately there that was like okay, they're definitely dead. Yeah, uh, them getting pranked and the candy stolen. I got a kick out of that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I thought they were, I thought they were fun. I really did like them as characters. I thought they were they were fun with each other, and I really was hoping that they would put up a, a, like a much bigger of a fight. Especially when you see, like, you know you live in the Myers house. It's Halloween night. You see that your door is open and there's blood on the side of the door. That's the first indicator, like, you need to call the cops. But they don't. And that really, really upset me that they didn't. They should have called the cops. They should have locked the building down, one on either side of the house watching the doors. And then just wait. Stick it out. But, yeah, as you said earlier, Big John, he goes upstairs. He's Little knife. John down below. I got this knife. Yeah. Like, Using cheese they were, grater. It was the, the little cheese yeah. knife. What and the hell? That, that, and that's oh. the part where it sucks with these films for me where I guess they go back and forth of, like, I like I feel like they got to commit because sometimes they're very serious, these Halloween movies. And sometimes they're like, oh, we're having a fun, like, ride the whole time, you know? Because it's just, like... There's nothing that makes me believe like he has the cheese knife, but they spend like a good 30 seconds of like making their way up the stairs. They had time to go grab a bigger knife, anything else, you know, and they didn't do that. And I hated when Big John got killed and Michael Myers was standing in the window and then little John runs and be like, Michael, you've come home. It's like your freaking husband just got killed and you're like talking to Michael about like, you've come home finally. It's just like that just felt way too cheesy for me and whatnot. But for a split second, I thought, I don't know why, I thought it was the cop that died in the 70s. I'm like, 
like, oh, he ended up like, I just, my mind went blank and painted this whole scenario where he survived. He bought Myers' house. He Whoa. lives there with Big John. And this was him commentating, saying, Michael, you've come home. There was so much emphasis on that window. And I realized, no, 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 the cop died. This is different. But you're right. It is kind of weird. And then it just pans out with an outside shot of the house. And you just see Michael walking towards yeah. little John in the window. And he didn't make it. Yeah. But like, no, that part when it's just like, oh, that man with the mask is like watching us. And then like Big John, Little John. Those are some of the stuff I like because I felt it was like reaching that trick or treat sort of. And when I talk about like yeah. horror and then like the horror comedy and you like oh, you got to pick a side. You look at something like trick or treat. That's a movie that does it so well. We're going to be super scary. But then you're laughing one minute and then be scared again or just like, you know intrigued by it where this sometimes i think they would always go too far one way but like yeah some of the character interactions felt very kind of trick-or-treat at time which i did appreciate i just wish they kind of caught that vibe because then later on we get to the hospital and it's like it's a deep fucking drama where they're like hunting down the shuffler and like they're <laughs> the shuffler's crying and he's about to jump and she's like oh this is not fun anymore like this is this is pretty depressing so uh do you have anything else to share because i think i hit all my notes and talking points uh just yeah the the reviews like leading up to this i just kept seeing like michael's biggest killing spree and going into the movie like it 100 percent was yes. like this is all time biggest kill count in a halloween film and just it uh like i don't condone killing i don't think it's a good thing at all but like i was just like on another level when he was going to town with the firefighters and the score like the score wasn't helping because it was making me get pumped up like michael 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 like i'm like i shouldn't be rooting for this guy like what's Arm wrong bomb. with me but like he was just he was going to town he was just a all-out villain it was just super badass again i wish as i said earlier that they swapped the roles around where we could have got another moment where laurie alice allison and karen got another standing ovations moment but uh that will not be well, anymore i guess i'll have to watch the 2018 yeah, film and I wish, yeah i wish they kind of did that but what you could have done is some this time michael wins you know like last time they got the better well he did win no yeah. but that's what i mean like I, like with the three of them because like i said i guess i just wanted jamie lee to be it sounds bad but for a like, character development there with the daughter when she passed away because it just mm. feels so like off the side but yeah like last time they won because they got michael in that pit and they locked him up they were gonna set him on fire right where this time if it would have been like he got one of them like and he still did but i mean like in the scenario of all three of them he got one of them would have been like man like that was a big blow you know like we did really lose and uh but no it's uh she she was off on her own and uh didn't work out for her I really, I really got a kick out of where Michael was hiding in that fire basement. I really had no idea how they're going to pull that off. And when the firefighter was down there and Michael just burst out of the cabin, I'm like, okay, Michael's yeah. Michael had the whole, like the entirety of his time down there. He had the intention of surviving that after the fire like subsided. Um, Do you think the Halloween ends uh, final finale of this trilogy? Do you think it's going to, continue right after this on the same night or is it going to skip a year no they've already confirmed it's going to take place in present day so it's going to skip place like three to four years and whoa michael i don't like that because i just don't i liked that idea of the trill there's a few things i like the idea of the trilogy being one night i think that's fun two story-wise i just like don't like what does michael do he's home to me it would have been great if like like everyone knows he's in this house and like he can't like 
Like they're like trying to figure out a game plan, like how do we take him out, stuff like that. Maybe use Lord to bail him out. I don't know, but okay, there's that. So you're telling me, I guess what happens is he's in this house, and then when it ends, he just goes somewhere else and he's lost. It's like okay, I guess he's out there. Like I don't know if I how I feel about Michael being out there for four years. But the thing I really don't like is it's and you can find it. And hopefully they walk it back, or hopefully he was just misquoted. Or like I said, hopefully they just think it's a bad idea and they don't do it. They're like, yeah, and when we do it in present day, like we're going to like address what's going on with the world currently and stuff like that. It's like, I don't like COVID and the pandemic, all very important. Lots of like obviously read up on all the stuff, you know, we've been living for the past two years. But like I, I for me, any film that gets announced, it's like, oh, it's about COVID. It's like a heister in COVID. It's like. I just have no interest because I've heard so much about COVID and it's done so many bad things. I when I watch movies, I just want a little escapism. So and like, I and understand some movies tackling it. I don't understand the need for a Halloween movie to be potentially tackling the pandemic. You know, like that's not just it's just not what interests me. So I'll have to try and find out that full quote. But he, the um, the director, producer, writer, somebody said that it is taking place uh, in our present day. So it's going to jump three to four years. I, I'm interested to see how that goes. I agree. I think a trilogy over one night would have been much more beneficial. I, 100% agree. I don't think it needs to get into the whole COVID thing. I think there are there are other movies and other stories that can get into that sort of thing. Yeah. But when you look at a franchise like Halloween, it's about Michael Myers. It's about Laurie Strode. It's about teenagers and all that stuff. I don't know why you need to bring in a pandemic into that storyline. That's like the start of a whole other trilogy. That's like a 28 days later. Maybe that's what like it this is. is. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, is Michael driven out of uh, Haddonfield because the pandemic's getting too high there? Like, I don't know. so here's the full <laughs> let's, quote. Let's, this is from the. Uh, let me just confirm. Uh, yeah, so it's from the director. Uh, so if you think about it, I mean, where we're leaving these characters on Halloween 2018, the world is a different place. So not only do they have their immediate world affected by their trauma, having time to process that trauma, it's affected by, or uh, and that specific and immediate trauma event in community of Haddonfield. But then they also had the worldwide pandemic and peculiar political or politics and another million things that turned their world upside down. That just does not sound like interesting to me at all. Like to me, they made the, the only reason this happened because they were planning on shooting these films back to back because the pandemic they didn't. So that's fine. I get that safety. Good for them. That's one of the main reasons our film hasn't shot because when we were ready to go with all our people, it was like, oh, you can't have this many people together. So, okay, I completely get that. That's cool. But that was not the original intention in this script, in my opinion. Like, not even my opinion. It's 100%. a fact. It's a fact that the idea was clearly, okay, Allison or Karen's going to die, and Allison and Lori are going to go after and get revenge for their mother slash daughter, right? So now when they're just like, oh, they've been through a lot, and you know what else has hurt them? COVID. And it's just like... Like I just like I said, one that doesn't sound interesting to me because I think the trauma of Michael Myers is enough. And two, it's just yeah, that's just not a place. And three, I also think like from again like oh, it's a good concept, but from the whole mob town like the mental institution guy, I think they've shown like maybe the heavier themes is not their strong suit. So maybe just stick to the like 
Strode family versus Michael Myers and that dynamic. So I'm not really looking forward to the present day jump now with that being the idea of like, well, there's they went through a lot and, you know, now they're also going through the pandemic. And it's like, OK, like and then what? So like, are they going to have to put on their masks and they go fight Michael? Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Like, I guarantee they're going to make some sort of Michael Myers mask joke. I guarantee you they're going to do that. in the mm-hmm. pandemic. But again, like, where do you think he's been then for four years if we're jumping to present day like with this? Michael Myers I feel like it was like prison or death if not he's just gonna be killing 24 7 like to me this means like he's gonna what take a break for a bit like so they don't catch him or do they just catch him again which I really don't want I like I said all these scenarios I just don't think I'm really a fan of with the time jump so far yeah you make a couple of good points I feel like the pandemic thing is definitely shoehorned into the story you're right I mean the death of their friends and family like Karen being killed that's enough trauma I don't know why they need to just trickle that in and it makes sense like okay if they had this cohesive three-part story back 2018 2017 probably when they started it clearly shows that they did not have that (laughs) if they're just changing the story now I I just don't I don't agree with that so I don't I don't know I will I'll keep my 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 mind open when we do get that final film because i am very curious what they do and what the spin is going to be with that if yeah michael myers leaves town he goes off somewhere and the strodes just go on a hunting spree trying to track him down and find yeah, him which would be kind of cool be but fun but the same thing he uh, to me he should be still killing people then right it's like uh, that's why i didn't like what rob zombie's telling me too where it's like he was just living out somewhere and like he would kill people if they came by him but this michael seems like he's necessarily gonna go like house to house place to place and kill people so what's he gonna yeah. like be like a football team and take his mask off and take a little break until next halloween you know or like even then does he mm-hmm. not kill again at all and then he does he not start killing till like four years later randomly on halloween i don't know it's mm-hmm. just there's a lot of interesting things but i think a lot i i my worry is when we watch the in this movie if there's a lot of pandemic stuff that when you watch you're like man this is a waste of time they could have used for something else you know and that's my that's my worry so yeah. Anything else on Halloween yeah. Kills? I don't think so. That's all so I got. I will go first. I will give this a a four point five out of ten. Like, oh, yeah, like that's much lower than yeah. I thought. No, like I said, for me, it's just that I I don't I don't because I can't say it's a good movie, and I don't know if I would say it's a bad movie where it's like, oh my god, this was awful. Like, like a jigsaw. It's not like anything like that. It's just. I just feel it's it's inconsequential. It's skippable. It has some fun moments that I could pull up on a YouTube video. And maybe I will change my mind once I've seen Halloween Kills. I don't think I – or Halloween Ends. I don't think I will because I haven't enjoyed these too much. But, again, it's a good, like, kind of fun, like, put on the background slash for me. But I just – I guess there's just something where – there's just something about this movie now that I've watched it twice. I just can't pass it for me. There's just something where it's just like all the, you know, it's like if you had nachos, right. And you like nachos. So Michael Myers is nacho. You like that enough, but let's say there's tons of toppings you don't like. So you still got the chips, you still got the cheese, and then you still got like some toppings you like, but then there's a lot of other stuff. So it's like overall, yeah, like I like nachos and cheese, 
But like this version of the nachos and cheese, like too many olives, too many mushrooms. It just took me down. So that that's that's what it is. So maybe I'll rewatch and I'll I'll watch this again. I love like I've watched the terrible Jason movies. I'm a huge fan. There's a reason we announced that you know we'll make it one day that our first podcast is gonna be a slasher. I, I love the slasher aesthetic and the you know dumb sexy teenagers versing you know <laughs> i don't know if i need the dumb town again but you know versing this evil so yeah a 4.5 mm-hmm. didn't really do it from this round so hopefully halloween ends is uh uh ends it well and all these i'll also say when they've been doing the rounds and they've been like and i get it and i think you even support this but when they're like oh we could definitely do some halloween movies without michael myers how did this work out with season of the witch I'm telling you, people will not care. You put out any movie that's Halloween, and if they go, oh, Michael Myers isn't in it, I'm not going to watch it. I guarantee you it'll not work, in my opi- in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go... I can't remember my rating for the 2018 one. Probably really high. I feel high. like you're at least like an 8 or higher. At least, I feel. Like, that's the minimum. Yeah. I... Honestly, I'd go probably 7.5 or an 8 for this because, like, I I just love seeing Michael go just balls to the yep. walls, just ham in this movie. It was so cool to see him just go on the spree. I do enjoy the, the town hunting him. I like that aspect. I don't feel like it was really pulled off, like, really, really greatly in this iteration. Halloween 4, when, like, Michael kills the entire police force and the the town rallies. I like that town rallying together to fight him more because it was just chaos well, yeah, in they that. Don't like, really much character. Fake Michael gets killed. Oh, fake cars Michael, exploding. yeah. Like, I forgot. Oh, man, I <laughs> yeah. love when fake Michael gets hit and they think they have him. <laughs> <laughs> just how he's walking away from them when they're telling him to stop. And yeah, they're like, Michael Myers, stop right there. And he's just like. And he walks exactly <laughs> like Michael, like creepy and stuff like that. It's it's so like cringy good, but man, it's it's so good. And that's the thing where, because though, and that's where I, I said this is a good Halloween movie because ten years from now when I watch this, oh, and it's not like oh we're doing a review and watch a critical eye, and I get to like the town's part, and then we're having some dumb stuff with the shuffler. Maybe I'll just laugh and have a good time with it, you know. And I think you're right, and that's where I don't know if I said recommend, but I think you're right if you're just looking for a Michael Myers killing people, which I know people be like, Travis, what are you really looking for in a Michael? There's nobody does like, yeah, but I want just like, just some consistency with some story. I don't need the shuffler. I want some certain characters written a bit better, but like, if you're there, if your main thing about Michael Myers movies, movies, I just want to see him fuck people up. It's, it's probably, you know, a great time. You know, like I think they've nailed that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We have reviewed Halloween Kills. We'll be back next year, Taylor and I, for Halloween Ends. And, uh, yeah, I'll do, like, a little mini marathon and whatnot and get ready for it. But, yeah, soon we got Dune coming out last night. So, Eternal, tons of movies coming up. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure you go use that Manscaped code. And we promise when you hear from us next, it'll not be boring. Bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 